Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to 2022 and to week number two. Hello, hello, and welcome. Pamela is going to tell us all about this week, starting Monday, the 10th of January, after which I will jump in for our 10-minute meditation. And this is ActiveSpirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and me, Susie Mazzoli. So uh, let's... Let's hear some good stuff this week, Pam, please. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's see what I can do about that. No, just teasing. I I am an optimistic astrologer, uh, and it is, we're in 2022, which uh, we have been forecasting is a, it's a pivotal year. Um, Some people will say, uh, you know, it's like not going to be so great. Um, I see it as being a year where we are, we make decisions, we put into action, and we work on creating change. The question becomes, of course, what is the change that we're creating? And that's why um, I keep driving the soft mallet when I speak and reminding us all that we are all architects of the change. The least effective or constructed thing any of us can do at this point in time is feel that we are helpless or unable to make a difference. This simply is not true. And even though, you know, we are not necessarily the president of a large company or country or people who seem as though we have a lot of power, we do indeed have power and the ability to create change. And it's absolute truth that change begins within each of us. Now, the thing about change, especially since Pluto is still in Capricorn and Saturn is in a Saturnine sign, Aquarius, uh, um, you know, certain texts or modern astrology will say that Aquarius is, quote, ruled by the planet Uranus. Um, that Certainly, there is a sympathy or a vibratory connection of Aquarius with the planet Uranus, but traditionally, it is Saturn, and that means, and anyone who knows an Aquarian or someone with a lot of Aquarius, 
um, should be aware that Aquarians are a fixed sign. They tend to be stubborn. They tend to like things their way. Um, they can be free and easy and a bit eccentric and seem to be very spontaneous and change makers. And this is all true. But Every single Aquarian who does things that are spontaneous or seem out of the box or where did that come from or eccentric has been planning, thinking about this, uh, putting the structure in place for some time because they don't fly by the seat of their pants. They just don't. And I know this because I'm an Aquarius with a lot of strong signatures for it. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that with Saturn in Aquarius and Pluto in Capricorn, we still are under the influence of a lot of fear. Because Saturn energy is about what limits us, what disciplines us, what, um, where the structures are, and nothing limits us as much as fear. And there is a wisdom in fear because anyone who has ever been in battle or in crisis or in situations where we need people to act with courage know that the best warriors or people who are functional in crises are ones who are afraid, have a, an acknowledgement that the situation is dangerous. You don't want to be with some hell-bent maniac who's like, yeah, go for it, without a sense that this could be life-threatening or really create situations unprecedented and that's where we are so welcome to 2022 on monday the 10th the moon enters the sign of taurus at 9 47 a.m all the times i give you are eastern time so please adjust depending on where you are on the planet that means that prior to that point in time the moon was void of course in the sign of aries um Best to have had your morning planned or uh, know what you needed to do. And if you didn't need to do anything, then it's a terrific time to just expend energy in a way that your body is used to. Once the moon enters the sign of Taurus, we are not moving as fast. Some of us, of course, still will be. But those of us who are very comfortable with earth and water energy are kind of in our zone of, okay, let us uh, work in methodical ways and stay in place and not necessarily move as quickly, but move decisively. So the moon in Taurus sets up a very good day for doing things that are in process. We can certainly start something, but please keep in mind that Venus is retrograde until uh, the end of January. So we don't want to necessarily start something that is business related or related to um, doing some sort of cosmetic or makeover thing 
unless we've already planned it and put it in place and know where we're going with it. Also, some of us have Venus in retrograde, which means this is an excellent time for us to be doing things. And if your business is related to anything that's recycling or uh, uh, reinventing old things, um, archival, this is actually a very good time for you as well. So the overall thrust of Monday to me looks very good for creativity, for getting work done for sticking to projects. On Tuesday, the 11th, the moon is also in the sign of Taurus. And this is actually an incredibly strong day, especially when we get past noon. Because what happens is the productivity really increases, especially for any projects that are on the ambitious side. And so you want to concentrate on what puts a structure in place, what's practical, look at the money, really plan it out. Also, just keep in mind that Mercury will be going retrograde in a few days. So we're in uh, the slow moving period as it's starting to appear to stand still in the sky. So we have to really be aware of messages or information that comes in and double check appointments. On Wednesday, the 12th moon still in the sign of Taurus until 2.39 p.m. Another very strong productive day. Uh, these are days we can really build on what, uh, I mean, not necessarily New Year's resolutions, but what it is we want to make happen as we're going with the momentum of what is still the waxing moon cycle. So very high productivity. Um, Venus retrograde, of course, means that old people in our life might pop up again. Um, this can be helpful or it can be a distraction. You decide. The moon, once it's void, of course, at 2.39 p.m., gives us a late afternoon evening that really wants relaxation. Moon in Taurus really asks us, always reminds me personally, have a good meal, relax, smell the flowers, enjoy color, music, hugs, do things that really let you feel the joy of being in the physical body. The moon enters the sign of Gemini at 10.08 p.m. And once this happens, synapses might be firing. Uh, many of us may get very jazzed. I recommend that before the moon enters Gemini, you get off electronics if you like to have a good night's sleep. If you're a night owl, of course, just know you're going to be um, rocking and rolling on social media and the internet or whatever it is you do into the wee hours of the morning. Uh, so with the moon in Gemini, we are in very different energy than we were at the opening of the week because the moon is air. It's what we call mutable. It's very fast moving. So the 13th Thursday is a day where there's a lot going on, a lot of things pulling at you. It can seem um, very exciting, a lot to get done. And this is all great. 
Uh, just keep in mind that you don't necessarily want to be distracted by things that are not of um, immediate importance or what it is you want to be doing. Um, it's best to, if things were important with scheduling, to have written things down, stay on track, stay on schedule. Because when we get to Friday the 14th, Mercury goes retrograde. Mercury goes retrograde at 6.41 a.m. And once this happens, we're in a time when we really want to pay attention to scheduling uh, electronics, uh, backup, all of that. Ideally, we make habits of this all the time. But when Mercury's retrograde, it's really reminding us that it's important to slow down, make sure you've written down or got everything inputted in the way you wanted it. Uh, do not assume with messages and schedules and appointments. All this is hyper important over the next few weeks. And the other thing that's really happening with Mercury retrograde is it's reminding us to meditate, pay attention, um, pay attention to our inner voice, our inner self. Um, people born with Mercury retrograde kind of naturally know this, even though depending on how they were brought up, it may have been reinforced or not. But when Mercury's retrograde, it's an excellent time to go deeper into communication with self, really understand uh, what it is that motivates you, why, et cetera, et cetera. So overall on Friday the 14th, because the moon is in the sign of Gemini and Mercury goes retrograde, this can be a very uneven day. It can feel like there are a lot of stops and starts. Um, there can be confusion about who said what or why or how you want me to do this thing. And again, it, it really is a value to parrot back to someone. You told me you wanted or needed this. Yes, I understand you want me to do that at this point in time. I heard you say blah, 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 because it's as though we, um, how to describe this? It's as though, especially on this particular day, you might be having a conversation in a coffee shop and overhearing somebody at the table next to you. There's a radio on, um, music on, and a television going. And so there's a lot of stimulus and distraction. And as a result, our brains, even those of us who think we're very quick mentally, our brains are getting seduced, distracted, pulled in other directions. And so it's super important to communicate effectively, which is always, I believe, what Mercury Retrograde is, is working on teaching us. So those of us who have a lot of trouble with Mercury Retrograde, it really behooves us to take a step back, look at it again, and really make sure we understand what is going on in any given point in time and future plans. 
So uh, the other thing that happens as we get into the after late afternoon, evening is tempers can be very short. So another, (laughs) another reason it's valuable to make sure communication is clear and listen, (sighs) the, the art of listening cannot be overstated. How many times are you listening to a conversation and you're thinking about what you're going to say next? The art of listening cannot be overstated. At 9.22 p.m., the moon goes void, of course, and is void for the rest of the evening. So um, another evening that it's valuable to get off electronics, especially if you're not someone who sleeps easily, and just wind down in ways that are read a book, you know, a a three-dimensional paper-turning book, (laughs) something that will really help relax the brain, slow down the brain, and allow you to enter the dream state. On Saturday the 15th, the moon is void, of course, until 11.11 a.m., when it enters the sign of cancer. Now, I don't think this is an accident, and this is just Eastern time, of course, that it's 11, 11 a.m., but that's an emphasis on master number reflection. And when the moon is in the sign of cancer and Mercury is retrograde, it's kind of more a sympathetic energy because we're working more on dimensions that aren't just verbal and mental. So the morning of Saturday, again, if you have things planned, you have your list down, you're going to be effective. Otherwise, you may be all over the place. And that can be fun. It's just it depends on what you had planned to do. But when the moon enters the sign of cancer, I mean, this is a lovely day overall. I think it can be a day where you can make really good connections or opportunities can come in or you can um, find something that you hadn't expected to find uh, financial or in a, wow, this is a really good uh, buy. Again, with Venus retrograde, it's more likely buying something resale than brand new, shiny. Um, the moon enters, oh, the moon on Sunday also is in the sign of cancer. And this is building towards that full moon that occurs on Monday. And this is really powerful emotional energy weekend and serves us best when we're, as I said earlier, listening well, um, Doing the things that emphasize loving communication. If you're in difficult relationships or situation, loving communication is the most valuable resource you can do. And as we're moving towards that full moon in Cancer, um, this is an excellent period of time to really reflect on the balance of home and career 
And career isn't just my job or my um, my occupation or how I want to be seen in the world. But it's also about how you put yourself out in the world. How does the world see you as a person who is in the world and making some sort of impact or difference? And that goes back to what I said at the onset of this conversation about how each one of us creates the change. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay, so I invite everybody for your 10-minute little meditation, taking a quiet seat with a nice straight back, just closing your eyes, taking a few deeper breaths and just allowing yourself to be here and be in this particular meditative zone for just a few minutes. And as we gently drop down into our heart centre, just taking a few deeper breaths and feeling ourselves arriving and ready to listen. Just to listen to ourselves, to listen to our very deep inner voice, to that voice that is individual to us, that is behind, beyond all of the shoulds and needs and wants and desires behind all of the uh, things that are imposed upon us by our culture or our society or our religions, our laws, just going really, really, really deep. And just notice when you Go behind all of those layers that who do you find there? Who is that self? Who is that you? And just notice for a few moments that you. And just give some space. Some space and some time. For that being that you are. And really just listen. Listen to yourself. Really trust in what you're hearing. Doesn't mean that what you're hearing is necessarily right or wrong, what you should jump into doing or not. Just listen. Listen. 
And in that listening, notice how much of your listening is in any way biased or manipulated, whether it's really open. Can you really hear yourself now? Can we listen with a neutral state? Can we listen to ourselves, first of all, and then the rest of the world? Can we listen without judgment, without jumping into action? Can we listen very peacefully in a neutral way and only be engaged with the act of listening? And we can practice this this neutral act of listening by just sitting, standing, being in stillness, bringing the attention to our ears and just noticing all of the sounds that we can hear. And we might be in a very, very quiet place or we might be in a very noisy place. But just notice what are the sounds. And we're training our mind here to be in that active, neutral state of listening. And that's all. Imagine that you could hold this state of just listening and being in a neutral place when you're in a heated conversation with someone and you are not heated. Imagine being in this place where you can be present simply by listening. And just notice now what you are able to hear. And notice how much of what you hear is something of a broken record, something that you've heard many, many times before. Notice 
what is repeated, what is emphasized. And notice, notice where you catch yourself almost beginning to turn into engagement rather than simply listening. And in all of those things that we listen to, notice how your body or your mind responds and see just how much energy it takes not to engage and respond but to still remain in the act of listening. Gently, quietly, we could even say with loving kindness, being neutral and listening. And maybe we can all take some time this week to just drop into this place of silence where we are being silent and we Take all the energy to our heart center and then from our heart center, opening up our ears for listening so that we take this place of unconditional loving kindness, the heart center, and just visualize like a stream of energy going up from the heart going up into both of your ears and that it's your heart that is listening to the world. That it is the compassionate, non-judgmental heart that is listening to the outside world and to your inner world. And as we listen, we hold the place of neutrality and allow for the very, very deepest part of us to be heard. And as we hold this place of listening now, just gently letting ourselves be more and more and more in this peaceful, neutral state. More and more in our conversations, in our work, in our engagement. Opening up our ability to be here now. And as we gently open our eyes, feeling that deepening and that sense of almost refreshment as we approach our world in a different way. 
Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us. And we will be with you again next week for week three of this brand new year. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you, everyone. And love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.